What's up, ex-drinking buddies? Thank you so much for tuning in. This is a great episode. The three-peat for Marcus Crespo. He came in, batted a little cleanup while Savannah and I are in the middle of the move. Wanted to get this episode out to you. Thank you again so much for listening. Subscribe on Patreon, patreon.com slash Brennan Tassif. Check out the merch store, brennantcomedy.com slash merch store, and enjoy the episode. Grab me a beer and grab me a coat. We about to sit for an hour bullshit and tell jokes. And please don't mix it up, cause he done sobered up. Brennan T. Comedy on your social media feeds. And Brennan Tassif is your ex drinking buddy. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into another edition of Brennan Tassif is your ex drinking buddy. I'm your host, Brennan Tassif. If you are new to the show, quick rundown of the show. I'm sober now, but one of my favorite things I used to do when I was out partying, drinking, doing drugs, and getting in trouble was to hang out with friends and reminisce about those old crazy stories. Again, I am sober now, but that's still one of my favorite things to do. Every week, I will normally be joined by a guest. This week is no different. The return of Bravo 5 himself, <laughs> the Gummy Bear Gangster, ladies and gentlemen, Marcus Crespo. How's everyone doing again? Yes. <laughs> and the crowd goes wild. Open this pit up. <laughs> Open this fucking pit up. <laughs> um, Marcus is back. Go ahead, plug everything up front. This will come out uh, Wednesday, so the beginning of August. So let everybody know where you're going to be at. Uh, beginning of August. Oh, um, say, oh wait, uh, beginning of August. See, uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember show wise. Uh, I'm, well, you do have shows coming up, right? I got, I got shows coming up. Uh, you're fully TM- booked in August, aren't you? Uh, I'm pretty full, and I got a, I got a Atlanta run at the end of August. I'm building right now. Okay, so we'll um, let everybody know where they can find you, so that way they can. You don't have to promote <clears throat> the dates here if you don't have yeah, them. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I don't want to look at the phone. Uh, I, Marcus Crespo Besto. Pretty much, or Boom. Impresso Besto, pretty much all platforms, you know, all social media. Yeah, Marcus Crespo Besto, Besto, B E S T O. Boom. Well, okay. yeah, yeah, the listeners are familiar. They are initiated with you, Marcus. You've been yeah. on the show a couple times. You have your own bonus episode too. Yeah, you are uh, probably not probably. You are my best friend in Jacksonville and in comedy. Yeah, so man. I love having you on. This will be the last time that we get to Old City Bruises, baby. Hell yeah! This will be the last time that we uh, get to do this for a little while. Yeah, just because everyone's probably sick of hearing about it. But the move, the big move, life, man. Yeah, yeah. It is weird though because I've been talking about the move for the last like two months, and we're yeah. still like, now we still have like a few more days before we actually go. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, but you know, it was the, you, last year was a completely, completely yeah. side rail thing, you know. Yeah, that's true. Last year. Yeah. So. Um, so there are a few things I do want to enlighten the listeners about since yeah. you've been on last. So the last time okay. you were on a regular episode was during the holidays. Yeah. And we talked about your um, adventures as a mall security officer and kind of the Black Friday events and different things you've seen during the holiday time and the craziness. Yeah. Uh, for, uh, because you don't really drink a lot. That was like a thing. You used to never really drink yeah. at shows. You never really... Got got too wild and crazy, but plot twist for the listeners <laughs> that has changed in the past a little bit six months or so. Yeah, it's well, it's changed because I spent like most people's trajectory is they spend most of their twenties getting wild. Yeah, I spent most I've spent all of my twenties in like 
responsibility and stability. Working jobs were like piss tests and stuff are like a common thing. Yeah. You know, working security. So I always have to be alert. You know, so I I didn't have the opportunity to get drunk. I worked nights too, so like that was another thing. And then comedy, yeah. So just playing it safe. So now, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. Past- I didn't even think about that. That's funny because you got your excitement in your twenties by beating up people like at the mall, like yeah. doing that stuff. That's where your fun came from. Yeah, my my fun came from my weird job. That yeah, not so, everyone yeah, gets, yeah. Because most people have like a corporate. That's job. what I was gonna say. Is most people have like a shit job in an yeah. office, and then they're like. Fuck this! I'm gonna go blow off some steam after work at happy hour. But you're yeah. like, this is my happy. Yeah, hour. Yeah, so I like it was weird because I wasn't getting paid a lot to do that, but like I was getting to do something that a lot of people because you don't get the you don't get to fight people at E Trade. Yeah, know? <laughs> like like you know? you're not a fidelity. Like, yeah, who wants some? Yeah, guess what? You you beat me. I give you my stock options. Yeah, you know? like yeah, it's, <laughs> that it would be great. It, yeah, honestly, I wish they had that. Like, uh, like I, I was, it was like an old bit I was trying to work on. I couldn't figure it out. And I'll probably figure it out now, riffing on its episode. But just like I, like I don't know why they're restricting steroids. We need more steroids yeah. and everything. Just you know how cool it would be in the copy room and just like just everyone's we're at a toner. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, get uh, more toner. Yeah. Uh, but no, but so so also I I I'm, I wouldn't say I'm on a quest to find peace, but I'll, I'm like I'm simmer I'm past mid thirties, thirty six, so like I'm just like just trying to relax, man. Just trying yeah. to relax, have a good time, you know, have fun, you know, do stuff like like so like I was I was twenty eight, twenty eight when I had my first drink. Okay. Oh, yeah. we didn't know that about yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, most people are done by then. Yeah. I'm just getting started. I was three years out of rehab by then. Yeah, see, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Most people have... have, have that, first... was, that reminds me of... Um, I think it was... I was with you when I came up with the bit. Because yeah. I was telling you, I had a guy come into the restaurant. And I reworked it. I tried to rework it into a bit. But he came into the restaurant and the family was like celebrating. Yeah. And this is, goes back to your point of what you were talking about earlier about the corporate job. Yeah. And like it's his parents and like his grandpa and his his wife and everybody and I'm like oh what are we celebrating tonight, and he's like oh we're we just got married and we're buying a house and we have our we're expecting our first child and I was like oh congratulations, <laughs> and then um the dad was like yeah can you believe it? he's only 25, and my very first thought was. I was in rehab at 25. <laughs> so one of us is living our best life, but I'm not sure which one it is. Like that's yeah, it depends on what lifestyle the, yeah. you grew up in. And yeah. that's the punchline of the joke, yeah. but the whole thing is like <laughs> I can't tell who's who's doing this right cuz I obviously had a lot more fun. Yeah. But he's in a lot better situation. So but that's, that's pretty much us in comedy. Outside of, outside of what you do for like your day job, yeah. we don't make a lot of money doing this yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. But we live what people view as the dream. Yeah. You know, it's such a weird thing. Yeah, and so that, well, and that goes back to what you were saying about the whole, like you're working at the mall, you, you're not making a ton of money, but you're having a good time doing it, and then you don't drink because you gotta, you know, your fucking, your life is literally on the line every day. And for those of you who think I'm kidding, Go back and listen to the episode where we talk about Regency Square Mall or just Google Regency Square Mall. Yeah, I got and, pictures on my phone like of me doing like I, 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 I screenshot it. I took a picture of the surveillance video and I still have it. It's of me doing triage, just blood all around the lady Jesus. getting shot. Yeah, so I, I'll show you after we wrap, man. But yeah, it's a uh, yeah. I was going to make a post like some like post about like, yeah, comedy, like finances, blah, 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 you know, that whole thing. But like, I don't have to deal with this. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, I, should, I you know I, it's not a requirement to deal with that. Yeah, I mean honestly, it shouldn't have been a requirement then, but it was that was the nature of that particular location. Yeah, you know I mean? for sure. And so you have your first drink at twenty eight, 
Yeah. And where, where were you? Like, what was that about? Um, were you just... So when I had my first drink, I was 17, but I was like at a party and I didn't like to drink. I didn't... I hadn't drank, but I didn't like what drinking did to people around me. Yeah. So like, I was like, I'm just never going to drink. So I had like one Smirnoff ice at this party. Was it like a situation like that? Or were you like out to get I out think for it was blood? At a, I think it was at a theme park or something. Okay. Yeah. And then, I mean, I, I might have had a sip of something, but I, I'm talking about like where I finished it, like finished the whole drink. Not just like, yeah. I don't like this, you know, yeah, like yeah. that type of thing. It was like, yeah. And then whatever was, whatever was in that, it was like a mixed drink too. Yeah. My first drink was like a frou-frou. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, but it was, tasted amazing. I don't Yeah, they you. always you know, do. I'll fight anyone at there. Like, yeah. <laughs> but, I'll uh, end you. We're out the, of toner. Whatever, whatever, yeah, whatever was in there like made me like agitated. So I stopped drinking for a while. Yeah. Because I, did, I was like, oh, I'm an angry drunk. And it was just That's whatever. interesting that you were able to catch that that very first time. Yeah. And I only say that because I'm like life of the party drunk. Yeah. But then I cross a line where I become angry drunk when I yeah. get too drunk. So there's this common saying amongst people who I used to drink with where it's you can tell Brennan's really fucked up because he's just sitting there not saying anything like with uh, a scowl on his face. Gotcha, gotcha. That's when, you know, like I've, I've gone. Yeah. So I'll do like one or two shots and be like, yeah, let's party. And everyone's like, man, you're wasted. It's like, no, yeah. he's not, you know, he's wasted when he's like sitting you there. You should have had a phrase like drink to I'm antisocial. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but so you were able to have one drink and then just kind of feel like, oh, this makes me, on edge yeah well also i was in a relationship so it's like that reminder of like hey you're you're i don't like how you're acting right now that yeah. type of thing and it was like oh gotcha all right this makes sense so how long did you, did you stop drinking for i just i just, uh oh, well after the breakup then then like i went to a party one time uh a comic party and they yeah. still talk about this this is how this is how infrequently i drink and get high is uh, I went to one party where they made rummy bears for me and they let me crash and I end up like sleeping out outside on a uh, a uh, I'm going to assume I know what a rummy bear is. It's oh, like oh, yeah. a rummy bear. shot. No, rummy bear is gummy bears soaked in rum. OK, that's what I figured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. So uh, that was they. That was like the luring thing. They're like, "Hey, come over. We'll let you crash." And we made rummy bears. And I was like, "You know, I don't drink." We're like, "Yeah, but you could." You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, right. Like, there's nothing against it. it. And it was like this big thing. They really wanted to see Crespo drunk. Oh, really? And, yeah. Uh, Sometimes yeah. I've been around people like that. Um, like when I was sober and then I'd fall off the wagon. Yeah. They'd be like, "I just want to get fucked up with you. You seem like you you have all these crazy stories. It seems like it'd be so much fun." It's like. Yeah. I don't think you want to ride that train. Like. Yeah. Oh. And so, uh, yeah. So it, we, it, I, I got, I got, I got blitz, man. I got, uh, got super high. Got super drunk. I ended up uh, sleeping on a lawn chair by the pool. Uh, and it was weird because I, I remember because it was, a, it was a female comic next to me, and I'm like, did we sleep together? Like, technically. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, no. I, I wasn't sure. I was like, what oh, happened? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah so. But it was just like it, nothing happened. It was just like, it was, it was, just, it, was, it was very interesting. And how long? How. How far after the breakup was it? So how old are you when this happens? Um, I'm wanting to say early 30s. Yeah, like 31 maybe something like that. Okay. Could, yeah, yeah. So and then and then honestly, in be, in between that, just very infrequently because I like I did a lot of driving, so I was very I, in high school. I was part of SAD Students Against Drunk Driving. Drunk, yeah. So I was like very uh, still very like cognizant of yeah. that kind of stuff. I've I've. I've I've uh, pushed the limits of that a little bit. Uh, recently. Yeah, well, that's what we are going to yeah. get into that later about. Yeah, the new and improved Marcus Crespo. Uh, I don't know about improved. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, 
but I mean, I've been, but I've been having a lot of fun with my drinking. Uh, I've been having some pretty cool uh, experiences, like with like cool meeting cool ladies. Yeah, like for I sure. Had, like my, my most recent one was what maybe two Fridays ago. It was a hype, the last Hyperion show. Okay, yeah. So that was the one that I was on. No, no, no. I'm sorry. The Hyperion, not Flamingo. Yeah. The, so that would have been, yeah, that would have been like the 13th or something like yeah, that. Yeah. It was like two weeks ago. Yeah. Two weeks ago was like my last like cool like drinking experience. Uh, we Like I wasn't on the show and then like, but I came out to support and everyone, like it was comics from all over the place. It was like Tampa, Gainesville, um, Dylan was back in town and stuff yeah. like that. Dylan Jarbo is a Jacksonville based comic. That we don't Dylan. talk about Dylan Jarbo on this podcast because I asked him three times to do it and he's always oh. just like, oh, I got something going on. Uh, uh, so so he Dylan. he who should not be named was <laughs> <laughs> no I love Dylan but it's just one of those things where you know he's kind of loosey goosey yeah yeah so it's like he I remember when I first started doing the show he asked to be on it and I was like all right cool but then he moved to Austin obviously for yeah. comedy and yeah. every time he's been back in town I'm like hey do you want to do the show yeah and I think he works um like remotely for his job so he's like oh I gotta work or yeah, and I gotta yeah, do yeah. this or I gotta do that so I was just like all right man whatever yeah fine. Well, he hung out for a little bit afterwards. Did he? Uh, but it was Mikey B. Mikey okay. B., uh, yeah. who's like a newer, younger comic who I'm kind of like, so, so, kind of taken under my wing a little bit. Yeah. Well, he, he he's like, you want to drink? And I'm like, yeah. And oh, uh, Zach and uh, uh, Dean were there. Okay. And and then, uh, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a nice little group of comics. And we were like the life. It's, it was a weird bar. It was a bunch of preppy people listening to metal music. A Hyperion? No, the bar we went after Hyperion. Okay. The bar, we went to like Keg and Coin, which is an arcade bar for those who are listening. But yeah. then we were like, hey, let's go somewhere else. And we went to this like, this bar, I forget the name of it, but it was like, it was playing nothing but metal and screamo music. And it was all these preps, like preparatory yeah, yacht boat club. I got you. Like, what the fuck is happening right Wearing now? Wearing Sperry's, the boat Yeah, shoes. I felt, I, I felt comfortable because of the music, uncomfortable because of the people. Like, yeah. it was like, I don't like you guys like i don't trust you like i don't trust there's Rich- some yeah there's something yeah untrustworthy about yeah somebody like uh, that. i just i just feel weird about that but but the but uh mikey got started like hey you want this shot and i'm like i don't know what it is cheers and boom and one one shot was like an espresso yeah thing or something espresso, i don't remember yeah. well while while now i'm like oh cool i like this song yeah and i look and i see like this really cute blue air uh blue-eyed uh you know like wait, no, nothing about her should be like t- looking at me at all. Yeah, you know? and and, she, and I'm singing lyrics to like a heavy, like a Slipknot song or some shit, and she's mouthing them too. And I'm like, is this love? What is <laughs> what is this? You know? And, and no, we we just proceeded to have like a cool moment. Like she was a big Seven Dust fan, ironically. Really? Yeah. She, she told me this weird story because she requested a song. And I knew the song "Enemy" by the Seven Dust. Yeah. So she requested a song, and then she proceeded to tell me like, "This is how she met her ex-boyfriend." Oh wow! Like, and I was like, "What's happening here? What is this? Why, is this like, am I your new ex-boyfriend?" Yeah. So uh, she's she's cool. Uh, ironically, I, I added her. Not only did I add her on on uh, Instagram, I got her phone number because oh, I took really? a selfie, and she yeah. wanted the selfie. And then I saw that she like knew my cousins and stuff. I'm like, oh, okay. Now this feels weird now because like because. It's like it's already you're already too attached. Like yeah. there's already too much yeah, connections yeah, yeah. and stuff. But like this is cool. I mean, I don't, I don't, I think whatever uh, appeal that I had with her only was because of the alcohol in the moment. Yeah, and there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that, and I confuse that sometimes. Well, so let's. I wanted to talk about. So you, because this is a recent development for everyone listening. I mean, you guys just heard Marcus on the podcast back in November. Yeah. Um, uh, late November, early December, somewhere in there. 
and we talked about how you didn't really drink and then you've already brought up, you know, you didn't start you didn't have your first drink until 28 and then you kind of put put the kibosh on that until your early 30s. Yeah. And then so then fast forward, you kind of barely drank or did drugs until 36. Again, yeah. like you did, because I, I know you had a couple of stories about like the show in Daytona where you took your underwear or you took your pants off and you're walking around in your underwear and stuff. Yeah, but that was an accidental ingestion of edibles. Yeah, well, yeah. And, and I know we talked about that one on the first yeah. episode, but it's also one of those things where it's just within the last couple months, I remember, I remember seeing you, I think it was at Eclipse of like months ago, because oh, I haven't yeah, been yeah. there in a while. And you kind of had this weird smile on your face. Oh, yeah. I was, uh, and I was like, what's up, buddy? And you're like, you know, Papa Crespo's having a couple Jack and Cokes. Oh, yeah. And I was like, wait, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. I thought like something terrible had happened. And you have been you have been for the listeners going through some shit. You know, you, you've had family members pass and yeah. certain things happening. So I thought, oh, no, like. This is like maybe you're trying to cope with something, which is totally understandable. Yeah. But it, it's it, to your point, it was just one of those things where you were like, no, like I'm in my, you know, mid to late 30s now. I barely ever drank. I barely ever did any of that stuff in my 20s. And now I'm just having a good time. Yeah. So it's kind of been it's been fun to watch. I mean, there there has been a couple moments where I'm like, hey, like you good? Yeah. But for yeah, the most part, of, it's, it's been yeah just fun. Like you start dancing and like. Yeah. Talking to random people just out of nowhere. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, I, I didn't realize, like, because I do stand up, I've been doing it for a long time. Like, so in in a lot of people's minds, and then even in my mind, I tricked myself into thinking that I'm an, an extroverted person. Yeah. I'm not. You're I'm not. a, there's a, what is the term? It's uh, an extroverted introvert, yeah. is what I am. It's like I'm capable of mingling, but if there's a situation, usually involving women, where I'm like not comfortable, I turn into a, like a shy fourth grader. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like being asked to do math questions. I'm like, <laughs> you know, uh, so like, and another, another thing is like, I, I was wondering why I was like feeling all these weird, like feelings about like just all kinds of stuff, loneliness and stuff. And it was just like the COVID stuff, the COVID yeah. thing really affected me, uh, mentally because, oh, yeah. well, cause like all, like all my social interactions were all comedy related. And then, all that was gone. All my social interactions, other than like when we went to wrestling. But even before that, it was just like, it was just my family and me, and that was it. Yeah, you don't realize because you and I are so passionate about comedy and doing stand up. Yeah, you don't realize how much of your life it is until it's either a gone or b. Like in my case, when I'm in an argument with a certain someone, and I'm like, I don't do anything like for myself. Yeah. And then they're like, you go out all the time. And it's like, yeah, but that's always yeah. for comedy, which, again, like I'm going out and hanging out with my friends. But it's also the aspect of networking and like yeah. getting booked and doing stuff like that. So it's like like I thought about it and I was like, I haven't gone out just to like hang out with friends. Yeah. In almost two years because yeah. of the COVID. I mean, since the AEW stuff. So about yeah. a year, year and a half. And it was so crazy to me because it's like, yeah, I go and do shows and hang out with friends technically, but it's like I'm when comedy was gone, like we none of us really hung out. No. So it's like one of those weird things where it's like, oh, yeah, like especially during covid. And like I said, if you just sit back and think about it, you're like. All of my interactions. Yeah. Are work related, be it comedy or the restaurant 
or you know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't talk to anybody at the gym. So it's like those are the only three things I do in my life. Yeah. So for you, I, I, could, I couldn't imagine how hard it would be to just be like, oh, yeah, you know this thing you've been doing for 10 years and you're getting really good at and you're performing all over the country? Yeah, that's gone now. Yeah, and, and uh, I I didn't think about that until like very recently. Like I was just, I was just thinking about like certain interactions with certain like friendships and friendship groups and people like there's there's some people that I was really good friends with that I, I barely talk to now because because of COVID their lives their trajectory went differently. Yeah, and stuff. And uh, also I, I was I was thinking about before before lockdown like how I was so focused on comedy that I even sabotaged like attempts at like relationships and happiness. And then seeing that God, you're like, Oh, Oh, what do I have? Oh, fuck. Oh, I got to do stop motion now. Like, st- you know, I, <laughs> you did get yeah, into stop I, motion. I got the stop motion. I mean, the cool thing about the stop motion was that some, this is so weird how, how you never know your impact on people's lives. Just by like like it, it, this is almost starting to sound like a uh, she wrote love on her arms type of a promo. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, uh, but you never know people your impact on people's lives. Like when I got when I was just like I got to focus my creative energy somewhere, and I didn't want to do sketches because I just didn't feel funny like that. Yeah, and I wanted to go into something else. I wanted to like write scripts, but my ADHD doesn't work that way, you know. Uh, so I was like, oh, let me do the, let me do the stop motion stuff. And I did stop motion because I, I used to do that years ago. Yeah. And I started just posting it. And then one of my friends, Joan, a uh, former comic out of Gainesville, she like loved it. And she still does stop motion and like art based around stop motion to this day. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So it's it's pretty neat. That's definitely something I learned with the podcast is you don't really realize because yeah. the Internet can go anywhere. And you don't really realize, oh, anyone can access this. There have been times where, and I, I think I brought this up before, but where I've walked into like a place that I frequent and then like the person behind the counter is like, hey, man, I started listening to the podcast. Like, it's awesome. And I'm like, I didn't even realize you knew I did comedy. Yeah. But it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you introduce yourself if it's somewhere you go a lot and then, you know, they look you up on Instagram. The next thing you know, it's like, oh, they see the clips. And so they start listening. Yeah. And. I've had that happen a few times. I know at Rain Dogs, I always joke about listen to the podcast right before I get off stage. Yeah. And I jokingly said that the last time I went up at Rain Dogs and like two people in the front were like, yeah, we started listening because they were yeah. they're regulars at Rain Dogs. And they come yeah. there all the time. And I was like, oh, that's bananas. Like, and oh, well, here's another thing is because I, I, I do philosophy with Dan. Yeah. Uh, philosophy. Philosophy. Check that and out then, on YouTube. And there's other there's other there's other uh, podcasts that are it, that are in the city. But you've been the probably the most uh, consistent. Yeah, definitely most in, in Jacksonville for sure. Like oh, that, yeah. of our other people I know that do podcasts, you definitely been the most consistent. You know, plug in uh, on all platforms. You know that I've seen and stuff like that. And you have your other podcasts that you're attached to that you plug. Yeah, and so it's it's the thing is like, uh, you know, it's a, it's an influential thing because I notice other people have been interested in wanting to do podcasts afterwards. Uh, or even like uh, even being guests on podcasts, or they wanted they wanted they they're more interested in doing artistic things outside of the world of stand up. Mm-hmm. I've noticed more when they see that you're 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 on all the Spotify and all these other different one um, yeah. channels and stuff like that. So it's 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 cool. You never you know you never realize that. But then also another thing that was like a, a fire was burning in me was like. I don't know how long we're going to live because all the, which, which, when people die, you know, I had like five people, prominent people in my life die within 
less than a year. Yeah, and I remember that was very that was a very difficult thing because yeah, for you obviously, but I'd see you outside of shows because you would still go to shows because it's your job. Like this is it's time yeah. to go to work. There's no bereavement, leaving comedy, baby. Yeah, yeah, and so I would see you outside of the show, and you would just have this weird. And I can tell you and I have been friends long enough, and we're close enough to where I can tell what's going on. Yeah, because everyone always comes to me and they goes, "Mark is okay," and I'm like, "Yeah, he's fine. Like he's just dealing with some stuff." Yeah. But there were a couple of times where you were just you and I were would talk and you're just like, I don't like I don't know what the fuck is happening. Yeah, because just, you know, there was so much death and kind of angst around just what your life at the yeah. time. So that's like I said earlier, that was one of the things that made me a little nervous because that was right around the same time that you were like, I'm, I'm going to start like having fun and drinking and like doing doing fun stuff. Yeah. So for a brief moment, I was like, I hope this doesn't go poorly. Oh, yeah. Spiral. The yeah. Spiral. In my head, I'm thinking as myself as an alcoholic. So yeah. I'm thinking like, oh, if someone if multiple people that were prominent in my life just started falling off and dying. Yeah. And I was still drinking. Yeah. I would drink myself into a self pity hole. Yeah. But that's not what you were doing at all. It just the timeline happened to coincide. Yeah. But. It, it was also it, because I was I was rapidly seeing myself become unstable. And for a lot of people, I, I noticed this, too, because of, I don't know, the veteran status or whatever the case is. I've I was a person of stability for a lot of other people. So like I was like the like a, almost like a foundational type of friend for a lot of people. Yeah. So I noticed when if I was like I gotta do something, I gotta do something, I gotta do something to boost my own spirits. So I was like, well, I've never I never really drank, and I, I'm I'm fairly certain like what I could one will do one one will suffice. But then I realized I have a higher tolerance for yeah, alcohol. you're a bigger guy, yeah. What because they used to be a super lightweight man. Oh really? Oh dude, yeah, it was worse, yeah. I would have like one drink. I mean, even today, if if the drink's strong enough, it, it, I'll get tipsy fast. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, on certain nights, you know, when I'm you know, I, I feel a fire in me. There's there's sometimes where I get a couple drinks in and stuff. Uh, and but here's here's the weird alert. I don't know if this was the case for you. Uh, definitely was for me on the nights that I've I've really like let myself lo- get loose. You know, uh, I've had such cool experiences yeah. attached to it. So it's like, oh, I want to almost, I almost want to drink because I want that experience. Oh again. yeah, yeah, because like it, it, between like, the, uh, you know, karaoke and meeting hot chicks and cool girls. Yeah. And stuff. So let's. I actually, I want to stop right there because yeah. that's a story I did want to touch on. I think we talked about it on the bonus episode, but it's one of my all-time favorite Marcus yeah. Crespo stories. So we go to Savannah um, to do a show. It was the Savannah show, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So was that Wormhole that we did? Wormhole. We did yeah, Wormhole. Yeah, so we go, um, Derek, I, who I've talked about before on this podcast, who books that room, he's an awesome comic. Super cool guy. Um, and he happens to answer, so we're, we're, we're doing Wormhole. Great club in Savannah. Awesome, like, super cool bar. They've got the vending machine with the, the sex toys and stuff in there. Yeah, yeah. And afterwards, the show goes great, and then afterwards... We're like, oh, there's an open mic at Totally Awesome Bar or karaoke at Totally karaoke. Awesome Bar. Yeah. And Melanie, who hosts the karaoke, was like, you guys should totally come out. She's also a comedian in Savannah. Yeah. And she's like, you guys should come out. It's going to be so much fun. And you guys both look at me because I'm kind of the sober party pooper where I'm kind of like, I just would rather go home. But I was like, no, let's do it. And we got there. And the first thing that happened was there was a very, there's so many people down there doing karaoke. Yeah. It was pretty packed. And you start. You immediately got a couple of drinks in you. 
Yeah. And you're dancing and having a good time and sweating a yeah, lot. You were sweating. But then <laughs> tell everybody just kind of how the night played out for you. Okay. Uh, I didn't I didn't first of all I didn't know the weird uh pact agreement that you and Morgan had made about the uh oh, yeah. hot girl in question prior. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I didn't know about that, but, uh, for those that don't, Morgan, yeah, Morgan and I, uh, made a joke where, um, this very, uh, attractive person walked by and Morgan has this whole bit about being bi and I looked at her and uh, obviously kidding, but I looked at her and I was just like, don't even think about it. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm going to flirt with her. And then Morgan was like, no, I'm going to flirt with her. And literally we look up across the bar <laughs> within three minutes and she was like talking with Marcus and we were like the fuck just happened <laughs> yeah dude it was uh you see and that, that's that's the weird thing so i had a couple drinks in me i was having a lot of fun at karaoke i was i was just i didn't care about nothing you did a heavy metal rendition of uh, uh, uh i wanted that way by the backstreet boys yeah that's like my go-to now yeah. like if i do if i feel in the spirit sometimes i don't feel it uh but I did a heavy metal rendition of I Wanted That Way. I got the whole bar to sing. Yeah. Tell me why I opened this fucking pit up. You know, the <laughs> whole thing. And then um, then I got off stage and uh, uh, I, don't, I don't follow her on Instagram anymore. I think she she's in a relationship. And I was oh, like, really? Well, she moved to Utah and stuff. And oh, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, that was that the, the moment was on the dance floor. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm learning now is like, it's not love. Be it's, in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Be in the moment, but also know that the moment sometimes just dies there. Yeah. And I'm, like, I'm learning that because I confused a lot of that for like, is this, is this fate? You know, like. Yeah, that's true. Well, the first, when you first started uh, drinking and like having those experiences, I remember there yeah. were a couple of times you and I were talking. You were like, yeah, I met this girl and da, da, da. And that by the third time, I was just kind of like, because I remember we were sitting outside of yeah. Uh, CBD. Yeah. And you said something very poignant. I, I was like, oh, like, is this someone you're going to talk to? And you go, no, it was just it was a fun experience. But I'm learning more and more. It's just that it's a fun experience. And yeah. then it's over. And I was like, wow, that's incredibly mature because. Yeah, I'm more seasoned in the drinking area than you are. And I never thought that I was always like, yeah. this is love. Oh, I thought, I, yeah. And it, it just it stings every time. But like. But it, but at the same time, I get to have those fun experiences, and that's what happened here. Because like, for those that don't know, I am a profuse sweater. I yeah. sweat like a fucking son of a bitch. Oh Jesus! It's, it's, like you ever had a, a cold water bottle on a hot day? Yeah, that's me. That's me. That's me. And I'm very self conscious about that. And I was on the dance floor, and I'm getting close to this like real cute girl. The the one in question, the hot, beautiful blonde with crystal blue eyes. Gorgeous, gorgeous woman, and I'm dancing with her, and then I see her. And she is dancing with you. Don't, yeah, we're yeah. Want, it's not yeah. I'm not dancing I don't on want her. People I'm, to think you're yeah. Being it's not like Night of the Roxbury. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so we're we're dancing together, and because that is but, one thing about you is you're very much like you'll engage, but if the person doesn't seem interested, you just immediately are like, all right, I'm out of here. I, I have to be. Yeah, I have to be. I've, I've been doing it too long in comedy for me to ever get pulled into any of that shit again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and too, like yeah. you're you're a very considerate person. You're just like I'm just trying to have a good time. Like, yeah. if you don't want to be a part of it, then go fuck yourself. Yeah, because I'll dance in the corner. I yeah, don't give you shit. and yeah. you have. I, yeah, yeah, plenty of times, especially when I'm drunk. Uh, <laughs> so uh, you're on the dance floor. You're sweating profusely. Sweating. We're dancing. We're dancing with each other, but not like with each other. Yeah. And she's like, "Spin me," and she grabs my forearm. And it's, I mean, it's a fucking mud puddle. It's a, <laughs> it's a mud puddle. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, God, she touched my sweaty forearm. I'm, I'm waiting for that. Ugh, like yeah. that. I just farted in the elevator phase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And nothing. She was unfazed. Oh, this is the hottest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> 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 it was, this, is, this is so sexy. Like, it was, Yeah, it's weird how um, 
that can like just a little not compassion like yeah compassion or a little bit of uh i know sometimes the most attractive thing a person can do is just be cool with like something you do yeah you know that you maybe in the past were self-conscious about or something like that like because i joke about this on stage but i used to be really fat and then I got in shape and then I got really fat again and then I got in shape and then so I've got like you know loose skin and stuff like that and that's something I'm incredibly self-conscious about like especially in newer relationships and stuff like that is taking my shirt off yeah and like I've been in relationships before where the person like if we like are like going to the pool or going to the beach or something like that they'll like they'll just be like oh just take your shirt off and like they don't care and it's like oh that's so like I don't have to feel self-conscious, yeah, because you're the one encouraging it. It's a weird. It's a weird. Like I, I, I uh, you saw the post I did uh, yesterday. It was yesterday. I think it happened. I was at uh, Zaxby's. Oh yeah, in yeah, a drive-through yeah. line, and and the lady told me to pull up, and then she's, and then right before, right before she, right after she told me to pull up because my order was taking long, uh, she's like, oh by the way, you're really cute, and, and like. It, it like disrupted me to like I, I I felt like a computer that glitched. Yeah, you know I had no I had no error, response. Error. Yeah, I blushed. I was like, thank you, like a little kid, like when, like a four year old when he asked him his name. Yeah, he's like, mom, you might want to talk to this stranger. You know? <laughs> well, uh, because it is, it's endearing, and it's one of those nice things, especially yeah. guys like us. We don't hear it that often. Like the time, the only time, to be honest with you, where people will openly tell me I'm attractive. Is normally like older women or older gay guys at the restaurant. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, take your mask off. Oh, you're so cute. Which is, it's flat. Even then, it's flattering in the moment, but it's not something that happens from like a viable stranger. Unfortunately, what happens is there's so many creeper guys out there. Yeah. So that when like when a girl. And we look like those guys. Well, when a girl goes and says, like, like, there's some guys that get compliments all the time, but they're also assholes about it. Like, you know, whatever. So. Women just don't. It's not normal to for women to give men compliments about their physical appearance. Yeah, and you have no idea how much that me- like it's such a weird thing. It's, it's the opposite of women. Women is like, please stop talking about my physical appearance. Yeah, I want you to learn but about for my. You, it's like I'm like, please. I know that I'm silly and goofy and fun. That made that my is- year. Yeah, but please tell me I have nice eyes or <laughs> like I, I. Okay, I've had some interesting compliments, and I'm not gonna say who told them, but like one of them, like somebody told me I had nice skin. That's interesting to say the least. They hadn't told me I had nice skin, and it, it, it was the weirdest compliment. But I was I like, I mean, it's nice, but at the same time, you also think, like, I've seen Silence of the Lambs. Like, I oh, know. no. Yeah, I wasn't even thinking that. It was, oh, really? They were looking at me in my face. That's immediately where they my were, brain goes. Yeah, they were looking at me in my face, and they, they said I had nice skin, and I was just like, you do now that I'm now that you said that I'm looking at you. You do have very nice skin. You have very <laughs> clear complexion. Yeah. Not not very oily for as much as you sweat. You you have very good skin. Yeah. See, I, and, and I was like, what? I've never had that. I've never had that compliment before. And I was like, I like these physical bases because because I, I do. I'm on. I'm we're still deprecating both of yeah. us. And so we go on stage. We're like, we're just pieces of shit. And yeah. Like <laughs> you know. And I, I what I did a joke recently where I compared myself to a bag of hammers. Yeah. <laughs> And so, you know, just to be like, hey, you're cute in a drive-thru. I'm like, thank you. I have no idea. You know? Do you want to get married? Oh, yeah. No, I was just, I, that's another thing is I'm trying to learn to just accept the compliment. Yeah. Uh, which uh, instead of be like, is this love? Like, it turns into a winger song. Yeah. Is this love? I think that's winger. I don't know. I'm not sure. But, yeah. So but, what yeah. ended up, so speaking of accepting the moment and accepting the compliment, 
So you're dancing in Savannah. Yeah. And then that was kind of, that was, I think the genesis or the beginning of this, like, um, we're going to have a couple of drinks and have a good time. Yeah. Crespo that has been born out of it because you yeah. had such a great time in Savannah. It literally yeah. was probably one of the best times I've had. I mean, we've done show, plenty of shows up there and that was probably one of the best times that we've had. Cause we were all loose. There wasn't any, you know, yeah. yeah. And we were just yeah. having a good time. And then I remember we drove back and we kind of, you, me, and Morgan, the clam jam, drove back and we were like talking about it and like joking about it the whole way back. And it, yeah. And it turned into like just, it was like one of those things where it's like, oh, this is going to be like a fun, memorable night for the clam jam. Yeah. And that was all thanks to booze. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for you guys. I mean, obviously I don't drink, but yeah. It was definitely one of those fun things. And it's fun for me to watch someone have a good time drinking because I, I ruined that like I for you know what I mean for myself yeah it was fun and it worked until it didn't and then when it didn't it really didn't so it's actually and you can call it romanticizing the past or you can call it like you know living in the past or whatever but it's it's a lot of fun for me to see a friend that I'm really close with who I know sometimes can be introverted like we all you yeah. and I both we're on stage and people think we're like this super outgoing like let's party kind of people yeah. But we'll, you and I will both stand in the corner and not even speak to each other for the rest of the show, you yeah. know, and we're fine with that. We just take in everything. Yeah. We just observe everything. Uh, I mean, also, I think the best way, uh, sometimes I feel that way about love. Okay. Like, I'm the, sometimes in my mind, I'm um, I'm like, all right, I'm not sure if love's, if, if love's going to happen for me. Yeah. And so I almost compare my feelings about love and your feelings about drinking, like it. Sometimes internally, I feel like it's never going to happen again. But it's nice. But to I'm going to. I'm, I'm not going to be bitter, and I'm going to enjoy everyone else having. Love. That's hilarious. Like that's how it feels sometimes. That's how it feels. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's the exact same thing because when I saw, like in Savannah, when I saw how much fun that we all had and everything, I was like, this was like it was nice to see that. It's yeah. nice to see that you know dealing in in the meetings that I go to and talking with the people I talk to and the people I sponsor and the, you know. All this kind of stuff. It's it's one of those things where it's like it's always so negative. Yeah, and it should be because we've just I've destroyed my life. Yeah, with alcohol. So it was always so negative the last eight yeah. years since I came here for rehab. It's always such a negative connotation. So it is genuinely from the bottom of my heart. It's fun to see you or people I know like have a couple of drinks and just have a great time. Yeah. Now, there, I have been around people, especially in the restaurant, where I've had guests that drink too much, and then they become aggressive and rude, yeah. and I'm like, oh, yeah, you might, you know, I know a place, we meet every day at noon, they're really nice people, you should come join us, kind yeah. of thing. But for the most part, especially when it comes to the comedians in the scene, especially when it comes to you, it's just fun to watch. Yeah. And because it's like, oh, look at my Marcus is having a grand old time. <laughs> he's talking to women he would never talk yeah. to. Yeah, and he's dancing. And oh, like, yeah. And that, that's another thing, dancing. Oh my god, dancing! I didn't realize how much dancing is like a magnet. Yeah, like they, they talk about nice clothes and money and cologne and jewelry. Now they're dancing. Or as Will Blaylock says, jewelry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I showed up to Marshalls with all my jewelry on. Oh, dude! But dancing is the biggest magnet. Yeah, yeah. I I, I have noticed for that. years. For years, like I, when I used to host Latitude Thirty. I used to be like almost like a house MC for that room. Yeah. And afterwards, they had the little jam band or whatever playing out. And I would go out there and I would just dance with people. Yeah. So you've always been a, like a, a dance guy. Yeah. I love dance. I, I honestly, well, I, when I was, 
my, my high school sweetheart was a, like a ballet and hip hop, okay. and she did all that. I, I, I'm attracted to dancers, unfortunately. Well, and it's one yeah. of those things, too, where it's so you didn't need booze to dance and like have let loose and have a good time. But it's definitely something that helps. Yeah. Initiate. Well, yes. In certain situations, like me being a silly fucking goof. Yeah. But like uh, I could do I could do that sober as the fucking. You yeah. Know. And I noticed that it's it's comfortable situations. Yeah. So like if you're if we're at Rain Dogs or Eclipse or somewhere that we go all the time and we know everybody and, you know, the other comedians look up to and or respect us. It's like, oh, I can do you know, I can have a good time here. Yeah. But the introvert thing that we were talking about earlier, that comes yeah. into rooms. That comes into play in rooms where it's like, oh, we're just doing a one nighter. Like, I don't know anybody except yeah. the person I came with. Like, yeah, then it's very much. Oh, if I have a couple of drinks now, I'll get a little loosey yeah, goosey. Honestly, that was, that's kind of how it was in Austin. OK. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you did the Austin shows. I know Will has talked about that um, on this uh, on this podcast, which is cool. So you actually did those before you did those before will didn't you you were the no, first no, no. no i actually uh the the story was i actually got reached out to probably i, I want to say before will because he wanted me on the first show yeah um and i was already booked and uh had i known the, the pay difference i would probably just, <laughs> yeah. yeah but but i was i i'm very true to my word for the most part. i don't like canceling shows if yeah. i already said i was going to do it months weeks ahead i'll do the show yep and so i did the show and, and it's only as good as his word and then, and, but then also built up an opportunity for to do that show at a future date, you know. So I was just like, all right, cool. So I, I flew up to Austin. Um, it was it was cool. It was the first time I flew in like almost ten years, you know. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was completely unaware about the. Pre- I, I forgot about the pressure changes and all this stuff like that. So I get in Austin, and I didn't realize how many people I knew there in this, in this, in Austin. So I yeah. knew Tom, and I knew Simon, I knew Dylan, and I knew. Uh, there's another guy. Um, I can't remember. Simon Nash. Yeah. Dylan Jarbo. Tom Kennedy. Tom Kennedy. Yeah. And so, so Tom Kennedy. Uh, he had me. I up. always give full names because these people are in comedy. So if anybody ever wants to look them up. Yeah, man. Yeah. And he, uh, so I, I, I got I got uh, I got the meat sweats with Tom. We went to this barbecue joint. He, I mean, he just he was like, whatever you want. And I was like, oh, God. You know, so part of me was like, oh, I want to eat this barbecue, but I also don't want to be on stage bloated and sweating. Yeah. Know? And so, yeah, we had that. We had fun there. The second night is when I got like loose. Yeah. OK. And, so uh, what happened? Uh, So, yeah. So we did a show. Uh, no, no. The first night. The first night. Like, so we did a show and then we went to Sixth Street. Which so is you like flew this, in, got barbecue, did, did the, the shows. shows. And then went over to Sixth Street. Yeah, and like I, I've part of me kind of regret. I, I wanted to hang, but I also wanted to do the the whole industry mingle, go to the other clubs. Yeah. And stuff. But I was like, no, I got two friends here. Like, you know, I I don't get to see them that often. You know, and let's have a good time. And we're in Austin, yeah. And so we went to Sixth Street, which is this huge party street. It's basically like a what's up, like Bourbon Street in New Orleans. Okay. It's like that, like all every weekend. Like uh, what is that in Tampa? Um, Ebor. Ebor. Yeah. Ebor's like Ebor City. And so I mean, you just I, they blocked they blocked off all all the most of the ro- roads there. And so there's there, no through traffic. A couple of them there is, but that's it. It's only for Ubers, yeah, mainly. Okay, and like emergency personnel vehicles, obviously. And so we get there, and like we we go to this like one. It's like a cholo bar that has like a uh, a riding bull. Oh, you really? Know? Mechanical yeah, bull. Mechanical bull. And uh, yeah, I, I I didn't know it was a cholo bar. I was like, oh, there's a lot of Mexicans here. Yeah. <laughs> And then, I, and then I was like, I think this is a race that I noticed that there's a lot of Mexicans here. Um, you know. Well, depending on what part of the country you're in, most people might mistake you as Mexican. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I'm ethnically diverse, by the way, for people that listen and think I'm yeah, being a racist. Yeah, because you have your Filipino, Puerto, Puerto Rican. Rican. Oh, dude, it's an unbelievable diverse. Because uh, I did a 23andMe thing. And yeah, it's like, you got a lot back. They're like, what aren't you? you yeah, know? Exactly. That's pretty much what my results were. Uh, but I, I get there and like, so I got a green tea shot something else. I don't remember. Then we go across the street to this like a uh, uh, rooftop bar mm-hmm. thing. And it, it, it had like a costume party going on that oh, just wow. wrapped up. So now it's just us, like all kind of various levels of tipsy, all mingling with people in costumes. Oh, wow. That's it was weird. And then then I, uh, I wanted to get a piece of pizza. And I didn't know that this line, I thought this line was going to a bar. This line was going to the pizza shop. It was like all the way in the middle of the street. Oh, wow. And so I'm like, oh, I don't know. A lot of way. people had the same idea. Yeah. Yeah. We're all drunk. We need to get some yeah, pizza. food in our system. So now I don't want to wait in this line. And then uh, it's getting close to closing time for a lot of the bars. So the guy wouldn't let me back up to the rooftop bar. With oh, friends. shit. Yeah. He goes, we're about to close. So they're going to come out. And I'm like, I'm. I'm not. I'm already tipsy, and I'm not trying to fight a bouncer. Yeah, to, in to, a city that you're to not. hang out for ten minutes and then come back down. Yeah. You know I mean? So now I'm in the middle of the street, and I'm just like by myself. And uh, I don't know if you saw the TikTok. Uh, I saw this. That yeah. is where I am. Just like I'm just gonna enjoy my time here in the middle of the street. And so I'm like, I'm doing like a. I'm like, take a picture of me by the like the fire. There's the fire truck. You know, yeah. like I'm posing by the fire truck. And then I'm like dancing with strangers and stuff. And then so that's what I saw, was wasn't it? Where you yeah. were like dancing, like by yourself in the middle of the street, and then they started recording you on their phone. Yeah, because I, I had nothing else to do. Yeah, and like I didn't want to wait in that atrocious line for pizza, and I didn't want tacos and stuff because you know, because uh, you know I had booze, booze and burritos. That's a bad next morning. Oh you know? yeah, that's yeah, the bubble the, guts for sure. Oh, that's a yeah, that's a spackle uh, ah, situation. Ah, ah. Uh, that's gross. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just in the middle of the street dancing and like stuff, and then uh, yeah, and then uh, what was not seen on camera. Every, once everyone left, everyone dispersed. Dylan left and Tom left. My hotel was like right around a corner. Oh wow, that's that. super. Yeah, cool. that's why I got hammered. Yeah. Uh, so I go back to I was heading back to my hotel and there's like this hot Puerto Rican girl, and I am I'm tipsy so I'm way looser and I'm like Yo Mama what's up I'm talking to her like <laughs> I would never talk I have to never heard you exactly. say Yo Mama what's up I was like and, and she and, and she goes for a decade. <laughs> <laughs> no and it gets crazier it gets crazier than that so I'm talking to her and she's like biting she's biting. So we're walking and talking back to my hotel. Like to, I didn't know she had Valley parked near my hotel. I okay. thought, oh, I'm. Oh, thank, she's coming with. She's coming with. Papa Smooth, Papa Smooth. <laughs> and so, and then, um, then I, I started talking to her. I'm like, are you single? She's like, no, I'm not seeing anyone at the moment. I'm like, you want to see somebody at the moment? Yeah, like, you do, dude. I was way smoother than I. Like it got, it gets worse. Um, uh, she, she goes, hey, I'll just be honest with you though. I'm, I'm actually a lesbian, and I'm like. Why'd you let me talk to you for so long? She's like, well, I just wanted to see where this was going. Yeah. And I was like, what? Yeah. And then I was like, well, all right. Well, you have a, you know, it was fun talking to you. She's like, you're fun. And like, it was, it was just cool and fun. And then I sit down. I'm like, what the hell just happened? I'm trying to process this while still being like foggy brain from like the tipsiness. Then next thing you know, I see this, uh, I forgot what she was. She wasn't Haitian, like Dominican. I don't remember. She was like, she's like a light skinned black, uh, black chick wearing like what looks like a, almost like a, almost borderline see through onesie. Okay. Like, I was, I don't know what she was wearing, but it, it was doing something to me, boy. I tell you that. 
And uh, she, I was like, I like your outfit. And she's like, thanks. I'm like, come over here. What? <laughs> yes, yes. And she's, she looked at me like, the fuck? Like, like she, I, she was completely shocked because I'm not someone that would be like, hey, you come over, girl. Yeah. Come on. And she sat next to me. And that we're, we're, we're start we're start talking and uh and then like part like my mind was all over the place i was just like part of me was like i like drinky and then <laughs> and, and then the other part of me was like is this fucking happening and the other part was like yeah girl <laughs> like yeah. it was like i like it was like tripolar it was unbelievable <laughs> so i'm talking i'm talking to the girl and i'm like you cute girl you cute i like i was I'm looking back like was i saying all that shit i was and she was biting bro she was biting so hard i was like i'm like i'm staying right there i got a hotel room on the fourth floor you know Staying yeah, in the hotel. I'm staying there. Like, talent. Like, I'm the talent. And it was a nice hotel they put me up to. Yeah. I was like, I'm staying right here. And she's like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, if you want to come up, I mean, where you got to be right now? Where you got to be? And she's like, I got my friends up there. Like, you can get an Uber, girl. Come on. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was, I was so spooked. Dude, it was, I thought, I'm pretty sure if their friends weren't so persistent, it was going to work. Like it was yeah. like I was like oh I'm about to break the streak in Austin with this the shot girl from this nightclub you know I'm like this is unbelievable yeah yeah and then uh, <clears throat> sorry and then her friends were like come on our Uber's here I'm like all right I mean you you can always catch another yeah, Uber. I mean yeah you I get... mean surge pricing life stays comes safe. life comes down to choices yeah and then, then I wanted to be like gross and I'm like it's only gonna be a couple minutes so. Just... <laughs> In my mind, I, ever I was, the comic, yeah, 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 ever, yeah. in ever my mind, and I was like, deprecating but, jokes. But even then, I had the wherewithal to be like, no, nah, don't fucking say that. What the fuck, you're smooth, bro. You're smooth you're as a jiffy smooth. peanut butter for yeah. this bitch. Yeah, and then, and then, uh, they started dancing and like, uh, while still waiting for the Uber, and I was like, yeah, girl, get it. And then she started twerking. Then she started twerking on me on the bench. Oh wow. Yeah, I mean, just like just clapping cheeks right in my face and stuff. It was. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> You know, and I was like, I wish you didn't have to go with your stupid friends because yeah. it's like this is doing something for me. I don't ask me to stand up, you know, like that type of thing. Yeah. It was, and then, uh, and then she was like, she's like, you're 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 smoother than I thought. I'm like, and I didn't know how to respond to that, even drunk. I was just like, yeah. Okay, yeah. I was just like, yeah. <laughs> and then her her friends got there, and she got in the Uber, and it was like, you could tell it was like a. It was like a, like a Vietnam movie in the helicopter. Yeah. And they're like, you're in the helicopter and they're looking back at you're the soldiers back, you couldn't yeah. carry. <laughs> like, like, and I was like, what, me? And then I got up I got up from the bench and I walked around and I was like looking around like, anybody else want to come back to the room? <laughs> yeah. Does, does anybody want, else want to hang out? Anyone else want to hang out? I got a room. It's just me. You know? I'm yeah. all by myself. Oh, and, and then I, I, I woke up uh, with such a hangover. Yeah. A bad hangover. So I went downstairs and got like some Advil or something from the little lobby thing and then i had to wash some clothes because the pants I, I only brought like one pair of pants you know the other ones i bought i bought a pair of jeans and they were like i didn't realize that I, I got them from like a like a thrift store and i thought they were my size but i forget about these fucking horse legs that i have oh yeah they were super tight so i wanted to wash my pants and then there was these two european girls in there and i i didn't want to be in this i mean it was like honestly the laundromat if you expand this out a little bit it, like the the little laundry room was like a closet. Yeah, so it's like a ten by ten, yeah, almost tiny little room. So I don't want to be in there stuffed in there, like probably oozing alcohol out yeah. of my out of my pores with two uh, 
cute European women only washing panties. Yeah. And stuff. It was it was weird. It felt weird. And I felt like the bouncer at the saddest nightclub that's ever existed. <laughs> <laughs> like, but yeah, so I mean, those are those are my fun little. Um, well, what ended up happening? I did want to bring because it has backfired on you. Yeah. Um, sometimes. So I, I don't know if we've shared that story on the podcast or not, but I did. If we even if we have, I want to talk about it again because it's. It's one of my favorite stories as far as like cringeworthy stories. Okay. Was the trivia situation. The trivia girl. You remember what I'm talking about? Oh, shit. Yeah. I forgot about For this. For everyone listening, Marcus's uh, eyes Because this is something that he's tried to forget because it's a terrible experience. I had compartmentalized this into the... Because it's one of my the favorite... No, no talking zone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, this but, is yeah. definitely one of my favorite stories. I gotta try, I'm going to see if I can try to remember this. I uh, can jog your memory if you'd like. Yeah, it's jog it as much as you can. Uh, yeah. So Marcus ended up going to... Hang on a second. Somebody just rang my doorbell, and I don't know who that was. I got to pause this. Actually, I'm just going to keep... We're good? Yeah, I'm going to keep it recording. I'll just edit it out. Hey, what is it? Oh, yo, ladies, pop your pussy like this. Don't, don't stop, don't quit. Just do it. Do it. Do it now. Do it good. Pop that pussy just like you should. Don't you remember you told me you loved me, baby? I baby, 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 oh, baby, I love you. Tell me why it ain't nothing but a heartache. Tell me why it ain't nothing but a me. Hey, little girl, is your daddy home? I got a bad desire. Ooh, I'm on fire. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I forgot about that. So you're talking to yourself quite a bit. Yeah. Okay, we're back. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Had someone come to the door while we were recording. And with the move happening, I didn't know if it was something important, like a package or something. Yeah, so yeah. I will jog your memory on the situation. Okay, yeah, please. We were, uh, I'm interested to see, I came back into the room and Marcus was just talking to himself, but the recorder was still going. So I'm very interested to see if we're going to leave any of that in. <laughs> but you had met, um, you went to uh, one of the bars downtown and you had okay. met this girl doing trivia. And you guys like hit it off and you, you played it super cool, like didn't ask for a number, didn't ask for any of her handles on any social media. And you were just kind of like, yeah, I guess I'll see you when I see you. And she's like, oh, well, you should come to trivia night. Oh, no, I met her at Clips. OK, that's what it was. OK, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, and you played it super cool. And then she was like, oh, well, I do this trivia thing. Every Thursday, yes, I think. Yes, I remember this. Yeah, there you go. And then you were like, oh, yeah, okay. I'll totally go. Because yeah. I remember we did a show. And then after the show, I think we were at CBD and you're like, oh, I'm going to go check out this trivia or no, I was at CBD and I called you and I was like, hey, where are you at? And you go, oh, I'm doing this trivia night thing with this girl. And so that's 
basically caught the listeners up to that point. And then okay. what happened? Okay. So, yeah. So when you got that. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. The it was going cool at Eclipse. The, didn't get her number. Trivia. I get there and uh, you text me and I get to the trivia thing. And it's all these teams. There are all these teams. And they have like a cap on how many people can be in your team. Yeah. Well, she's in a trivia team that's capped out. So, and you got there late, too. Yeah, I got there late. So they already started, but their team's capped out. So I can't join. So now I am just at the bar watching her play trivia. And she's got a full team. And I'm seeing people, various people. And there's, like, guys. It's, like, mixed bag of yeah. people. And I don't know her relationship to any of these guys. And one So of you the, don't know if they're boyfriends or know. if they're brothers or friends or whatever. So we, but she got up, she had bought me a drink. So I was like, oh, that's a good sign. Yeah, she here bought we me go. a drink. Now uh, we're starting. I'm like, cool. And, and I'm like, and she's like, yeah, we got capped out. I'm like, all right, cool. All right, cool. I'll just, I'll chill here and watch you guys play. That's fine. I'll just, then I'm seeing her getting cozy next a to A trivia this. cuck, if you will. Oh, I got cucked real hard on this fucking shit. So yeah. I'll just sit here and watch you guys play. That's exactly what happened. Uh, <laughs> I watched him play, and then the guy next to her is on her team, and I'm like, "Oh, that's her buddy." Like she's like, Haha, "Like doing that laugh, put your hand on her shoulder." That happens to me. That doesn't mean yeah. they want to fuck. But then it was like, <laughs> then it was just like leaning the head on the shoulder, laughing. It became more and more obvious, more and more physical, and then, um, then trivia's over. And oh no, when I, the more I saw the touching, the more I'm like, "Can I get another drink?" Yeah, <laughs> like, um, yeah. Then it was like a. Uh, I can't remember the the drink that I had. It was like a, a liquor rep for some company, and they were like, "Hey, would you like this?" I'm like, "I don't know what it is, but yes, <laughs> can I get that with Coke?" And they're like, "Yes, absolutely." And I had wasn't one. it Jaeger or something like that? It was some powerful drink. It was <laughs> yeah. I remember you you told me about it, and I can't remember who it was. Fireball yeah. or Jaeger or something like that. Yeah, it was. I wouldn't normally drink it, but I'm like, "Yes, I would like that with Coke." Can I get that with Coke? And they're like, "Yes, absolutely." And so I had it, knocked it back, and then I see more touching and stuff, and I'm like. Oh God, I'm such an idiot. You know, like, yeah. and then uh then they're like, Would you like another one? I'm like, how much is it? I'm like, it's on the house. You want it with Coke again? I'm like, yes, absolutely. <laughs> and so the tri- the trivia ends and there's another person that I know that I start talking to, and then she hands over there and so I'm like, Oh, maybe I was wrong. Maybe I was wrong. And then she starts talking to me like, oh, this, you know them? Blah, blah, blah. And so then she disappears. And I'm, I'm still talking to the other person because I don't want to be rude and yeah. like, disappear from that conversation. So I turn around. And then now she's at the bar. And she's like doing that like rubby face thing. With that guy? Yeah, with that same guy. And then there's another guy. And I'm like, I don't know what's happening here. Is this a – she went like a group session? Like, I don't know. You know, that was probably one of my favorite things in the world only because I'm at – the CBD mic. Yeah. But I'm like, you're not there. And so, you know, a lot of the regular comics, but you're not there. And I was just kind of like, sometimes some of these mics for us in Jacksonville, we go there. And if we're not working on new material, it's like, what am I doing here? Like, yeah, I've got six shows this week. Like, why am I at a mic just to like, yeah, hang out. And sometimes it's fun. But like, if, if you're not there, if Buck's not there, certain people aren't there. It's kind of like, well, there's like, I like these people, but yeah, I'm not that close with any of them. Yeah. So it was a situation where I was kind of looking around and I was like, like, where the fuck are you, Marcus? And yeah. you're like, oh, I'm going to trivia night. And to uh, full honesty, full disclosure, I was super excited. I was like, hell yeah. He told me about this girl. He played it super cool. Yeah. And then within two hours, you're like, I'm on my way to CBD. And I was like, <laughs> what happened? You're like, oh, fucking talk about it. <laughs> yeah, 
it was just, it was well the thing was also uh, that was another thing was before she brought me the drink she was like oh i didn't know you were coming here so i was like oh that's why you wanted me to give you a heads up so you, you not have these guys like is this a thing that you're doing like i don't know i felt like yeah. I, I felt like i got played you know a little bit it's it's just i i I don't know. It was it, it was disheartening because the eclipse night when I met her was like, oh, this is this is good. This is happening. This yeah. is good. Now there's a there's a follow up to the story. That's it's oh a, really? It's, it's a well, it's a it's a fun little ex drinking okay. buddy exclusive. Ex drinking buddy exclusive. So long story short, I go to um, there's another there's a another eclipse night. Not on Monday. It was like on a Wednesday or something. That uh, Robbie the Robbie Sumner, I don't know if you know oh, yeah, yeah. wheelchair. She put together a little showcase. They had like Mikey, I remember that yeah, Mikey yeah. B. Morgan and her and somebody else. I think. And so I go, to, I go to watch it, and uh, that's the night where I got to see Morgan uh, hit on a girl and and, and <laughs> get rejected, get rejected. So I saw that, but then I got to do a very um, famous night in Clam Jam lore. Yeah, I get to do a magical thing uh, unintentionally, mind you. Uh, I'm at a table, and I I just got done doing. Backstreet Boys karaoke again. Yeah, you know, I was just I was trying to be wingman for Morgan doing that because like apparently that girl she was talking to was like thought I was hilarious. Or whatever. Oh, okay, so I was like, oh, I'll I'll do the fun stuff. You guys have a conversation. Well, I got off stage and I get a woman coming to me beeline, and it's that girl. Oh, really? It's that woman. She just saw me on stage. Doing what happened? Backstreet Boys karaoke, and she goes, "Hey, Marcus, she remembers my fucking name." Yeah. She goes, "Do you remember my name?" And I go. I'm so sorry. I don't. Did you or did you not? I did not remember. Oh, I, I still don't remember her cool. name. No, no, I wasn't trying to play cool. I was just like, I was like, it was like a weird, weird thing of feelings because yeah. like I saw her and it was like, it's like whenever, like an ex, you see an ex like walking by a street or something, you know, a grocery store. It's like, oh, what, what are you doing here? Yeah. You know, and she's like, hey, Marcus. And then she clearly wanted to talk and she goes, do you remember my name? And I go, I- I'm so sorry. And a, the look of dejection on her face. Just. Just I'm like, oh, so now you know how it feels. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Take then, that you son of a bee. Oh, it was weird though, cause it. But then, like knowing me, I immediately felt bad. You know. I was well, like, yeah. I mean, that's a that's definitely a reason to feel bad. But at the same time, it's it's kind of one of those situations where it's like, yeah, doesn't feel great, does it? Yeah. yeah to, you know, flirt with somebody, invite them out somewhere, and then when they get there, basically be like an afterthought. And yeah. then now, now who's the afterthought? Yeah, like I don't, I don't even remember your name. You don't know you've been in my collective memory. <laughs> and then I brought it back up on the show. Oh yeah, yeah, hell yeah, yeah. But she's, I mean, yeah. But it, it was, it was, a, it was a weird thing. I don't know, but yeah, I've had um, all my drinking stories have been fun though. Nothing, yeah, everything. Been... There was one time you did make me a little nervous. Was that after a show? Yeah, was that a after, rough night. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. had a rough night, and then you had uh, a one too many pops, and then. I got a call from the other member of the Clam Jam and Morgan, and she was just like, I don't like I think he's going to try to drive like I'm nervous because she doesn't know you like I know you. And I was just kind of like, well, I'll I'll call him. I'll figure this out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I called you and you sounded f- I, I was thinking I was going to call you and you were going to be like, hey, man, I'm going to head home. But I think I'm OK. Yeah. That's what I'm expecting. And I called you and you didn't pick up. And then you called me back and I was like, you're like, hey, what's up? And I was like. You okay? Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm just a little tired. I'm fine. I had a couple of drinks, but I'm at Bucky's now. Huge shout out to Bucky's. $30 worth of Bucky's snacks. Bro. Yeah, you were like, right. I'm at Bucky's now. I'm going to get some food and then head <laughs> home. And as soon as I heard your voice, I felt better because yeah. I was just like, all right, cool. But that was 
to be honest with you, that was the one moment that I had been dreading since you started like drinking and having a good time. And you're like, oh, this is a lot of fun. Yeah. Only because I know you and I are both pretty intense guys. So I know yeah. how intense we can get about stuff. Well, I had a half bottle of Maker's Mark. Did you? Okay. Yeah, because yeah, that was the one time. That was probably the one situation where I was like worried because I was like, fuck, yeah. I was hoping to God this wasn't going to happen. And now it's happening. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, who's watching out for Marcus? And so then, but as soon as I heard your voice on the phone, I was like, oh, he's fine. Yeah, yeah. I that's That was the night I realized I, I'm a little better with liquor than I thought. Yeah. Because I shouldn't, like, half a bottle of Maker's Mark. That's, that should, yeah. For a lightweight, under. that yeah. would kill me normally. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I was I was definitely tipsy. I think she got more worried because she saw me starting to drink yeah. the Maker's Mark, and it was, like, all just Maker's Mark. It wasn't even, like, mixed with anything. Okay. Yeah. And so, then, yeah, she got a little nervous. Yeah, and then, but then, you know, Bucky saved the day, man. But Bucky I, saved the day. Yeah, I went, I went to the bathroom, uh, took a dump, and then I uh, washed my hands, obviously, and then, <laughs> as you should. And then uh, I was like, well, what damage am I going to do at this fucking <laughs> sandwich counter? You and I have spent... Absurd amounts of money at Bucky's. Unbelievable! I, I spent. I, I I don't even like to admit how much money I've spent at Bucky's now. It's it's insane. Well, it's always one. Of I could enjoy the nice steak dinner at one of the prime restaurants that you yeah, work. That's at. true. <laughs> it's weird though. I don't know what they put in their food, like in their pork and stuff. Yeah, but it is so dense because I'm super vain and I'm obsessed with like my weight. Yeah. So there are times. Because there's a Bucky's on the way to Daytona. So yeah. a lot of times we'll stop at that one. And there's one in Daytona. Yeah. So if we're doing a show in St. Augustine or Daytona or Orlando, we always stop at least at one of the Bucky's. Yeah. And there are times where I wake up in the morning and I always weigh myself and I'll be at like 223. And yeah. I'm like, all right, perfect. I'll go to the gym because I go to the gym before I eat. I'll have lunch. And then before the show, I'll weigh myself because that'll dictate what what black shirt I'm going to wear, <laughs> whether it's a tight one or a looser one, depending on how much yeah. I'm at. Because if I'm at like 222 or below, I can wear a super tight one and I look good. Yeah. But above that, it's like you got this. I got this weird little pouch going on. Yeah. So I stepped on the scale and it was like 221. And I was like, perfect. Rock and roll. Put the tight shirt on. Go down there. Mind you, I've only ate one time that whole day. Then on the way home, this has happened like three or four times. I stop at Bucky's and I get an absurd amount of food. I get like 20 something dollars worth of food. But then I get home and step on the scale and I'm like 234. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is in that food? Yeah, dude. Because it's like one of those weird things where it's like the sandwiches are good, but they're so big and they're so dense. that. Yeah. And I always have like one and a half or two of them. Yeah. And then I get fries on top of it. And I'm full whenever I leave there. I'm always full. Yeah. Almost to the point where I'm sick. But it's like I I didn't just consume like eight pounds of food yeah. i've had it i've had it i've had a scale back what i eat there because I, I used to do dude I used to, do, I used to do bucky's hard like i would do like two sandwiches a peanut butter cup some other type of dessert two drinks yeah like that was that and then it was like oh god i don't like this bloated feeling dude yeah so it, i started i stopped eating uh, most of the sandwiches like the thing i got recently like that i like there it's like they're little burritos they have burritos. Oh, yeah uh, but I, I used to do two burritos Peanut butter cup, Jesus, something else, you know. What I mean? Yeah. But then I was like, "This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. I don't like this feeling. You feel sick almost. Yeah. Plus, I, I don't like feeling self conscious about how tight my shirt is, like you yeah. were talking about. So, like now when I go there, it's like maybe a burrito and a water. 
yeah. or maybe a burrito and like the almonds or something. Like I, I've scaled back on the amount of peanut butter cups I've been taking because I've eaten so many of those. Yeah, that was, that was something you turned me on to. And that's so Savannah really appreciates that because that's one of her favorite things. Oh, Whenever man. I stop at Bucky's, I always make sure to grab a couple of those. those are, they're delicious, but they're fucking they're, they're probably bad. Oh, Terrible they're so bad. So I bad. read the back label one time. Oh, and I was fuck. like, yeah. how do I eat these? Yeah. Now it's got to the point where those are so bad. Like if I go there, I can't get a sandwich. I got to get that and a yeah. water or something. Well, it's weird, too, because. And this is the last thing we'll talk about because I know you got a show in Tampa you got to get to. But it's yeah. also very interesting because, uh, like, there's a part of me who's super vain, like, goes to the gym six days a week, like, watches what I eat, only drinks water, doesn't drink soda. But then there's the comic part of me where after 10 o'clock at night, if I'm not getting ready for bed, I'll go to the gas station or I'll go to Waffle House. And then I just get dis- just disgusting garbage. Yeah. But then I'm always like, how am I so – and I, I don't know – I've heard like Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer talk about this more Burt Kreischer, but it's like, how am I so good all day? Yeah. I don't drink anymore. I watch what I eat. I only drink water. Like I'm, I do so well throughout the whole day. Then once it hits like 10 or 11, if I'm even remotely hungry, it's ice cream, it's cookies, it's big packs of combos from the gas station. Oh dude, the pizza, the pepperoni. The pe- pizza. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Know, you know why? Cause the night's made for sinning. Yeah. That's, there our, you that's go. why. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. That I got to write that down. That's going to be the name of the episode. Plug everything one more time, Marcus. Your podcast, your social media, uh, all that. My podcast with Dan Vinti is Philosophy. Uh, you can find it as Philosophy on uh, Spotify or Philosophy Comedy on uh, YouTube. Uh, and then all my uh, other stuff is Marcus Crespo Besto at uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter, uh, TikTok. I, make, I have a TikTok. Fuck yeah, you kill the TikTok. Yeah, it's fun. But uh, yeah, and then and then uh, follow those, and then you catch me on shows. I'm trying to travel more. Hopefully, this uh, Delta V shit doesn't, you know, fuck things up. But yeah, man, come on now, come on. <laughs> um, the night is made for sinning. Is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, this is gonna be great. Thank you again, everybody, so much for listening. Uh, follow me on all social media at Brennan T Comedy. Check out the other podcast, Cheers from the Press Box. I do with the very talented Joe Dorville, Headphone Joe. Also, um, BrennanTComedy.com. You can find the merch store there. You can find links to the podcast, upcoming show dates. We're recording this one a little early because I will be in the middle of fin- finishing up the move, and hopefully, the next time you hear this, I know I've said this like three weeks in a row now, but hopefully, the next time you hear my voice, uh, we will be in New York City. Again, subscribe on Patreon, Brennan T Comedy, or excuse me, patreon.com slash Brennan Tassif. Thank you all so much for listening. I love you all so very much, and I will talk to you all again next week. 